Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to stop fighting with your spouse. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have created a free video on communication in marriage for you. It's very applicable to our topic today. And this video is for you if you have ever felt like you can't get through to your husband or like he never listens to you or if either one of you loses your cool during difficult conversations and if you're tired of fighting. In just 30 minutes, this video will help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage and teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. Visit the link in the show notes to access it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. All right, let's dive in and talk about how to stop fighting with your spouse. So this topic comes up quite often, actually, with my clients, and there was a specific incident that I thought I would share with you. A client of mine, her husband gets upset with sometimes the things she says, and so he starts arguing with her in a heated confrontational way. And so this one particular time, she responded to defend herself with kind of the same heightened tone of voice that he had. And then they were in a full-on fledged fight, right? And what my client said was, I don't want to fight with him anymore. And so I replied to her, so don't. It takes two to have a fight. (laughs) I make it sound so easy, right? But it is the truth. It really does take two to fight. So you might be like many of my clients and just find yourself getting sucked into these arguments and you don't know what to do about it, there really is something you can do about it. So it just takes a little bit of mindset work. You know, it's I make it sound so simple, just don't fight. But the problem is when our spouse gets heated and starts an intense discussion, it's like our instinct to defend ourselves and we mirror their tone, right? And so that's what causes the temperature to rise and everything to escalate. It's just a natural instinct. And so first knowing that and also knowing that it's unnecessary, just because it's our first instinct doesn't mean it's right. And it doesn't mean that we're stuck forever in this negative cycle. Now that we're aware of it, we can change it. We can choose not to mirror the fighting tone. Again, this is easier said than done, and I know it goes against the grain of your natural inclinations, and maybe even what you've seen in the world growing up and being an adult until now. But I've got some tools for you to stop the fight before it begins. So that's what I want to share with you today. So the first thing that I would recommend is to talk to your husband at a time when things are calm and you're getting along well. Just tell him that you do not want to fight with him anymore. 
tell him that this is something important to you and that you are working on this because you want your relationship with him to be peaceful and healthy. Tell him that you are going to do your best to not fight anymore and that he has permission to call you out on it if you engage in a fight with him. And then ask him if he will give you the same permission, right? Say, do I have permission to call you out if you start arguing or fighting or getting really heated? And so this way we're having a meaningful connection at a time when the two of you are calm and you're just going to see if you can come to an agreement. It would be great if you could come to agreement, but even if you can't come to an agreement, if he won't agree, you could just let him know what you're doing. And I think in time he will agree. But anyway, we should continue on here. So the next time then, like once you've had this conversation and then the next time a conflict arises and a fight starts, what happens is now that you've had that conversation, both of you have the awareness that this is not the way you want to resolve conflict. Conflict doesn't have to equal fighting. And you both have permission from each other to stop the fighting in its tracks. Wouldn't that be awesome? So in an ideal world, this would work and there would never be another fight. (laughs) But it's not like a switch that you can turn on that will automatically stop the fights. This is going to take time to practice and get good at. And this is something else that I just, I want you to just know Just because now you have this information and you've had this conversation doesn't mean that you'll both carry it out perfectly. Give yourself grace, give your husband grace, and just keep practicing. Just keep trying. Because if a fight does start and maybe, you know, you're both starting, you still do have the ability when you recognize, wait, we don't want to be fighting. You can pull it back. You can disengage. And then save the conversation for a time when neither of you are emotional about it. Sometimes it's helpful to agree on a time. Say, we will come back to this conversation maybe in an hour when we're both calm or a day when we're both calm. Just save it for a time when those emotions have calmed down. And now my second recommendation is something you can do while you wait to resolve the conversation. My second re- recommendation is to journal about the situation. So there are two benefits of doing this. One is that you can process all of your negative emotion and get it out safely on paper. That's really healthy. And writing it down, you're going to be able to see what you're thinking more, much more clearly. It's a beautiful thing. And the other beautiful thing about journaling is that you could come up with talking points before having the conversation. This will help you stay on track with what you want to say. And I learned this from my own need because I always used to feel like in arguments that I would forget what I wanted to say. I had important things to say, but I would forget because my husband said something that threw me off track. So for me, writing it down helps me remember. And so that was the second recommendation, journaling about it. And the two main benefits are that it helps you process it and it helps you think about what you really might like to say. And that's going to help you calm down, right? So that's really good. And now my third recommendation is to sleep on it if necessary. 
And I know that this is hard for people. And a lot of couples, one spouse wants to sleep on it and the other spouse wants to resolve it right away. And so that's something that you guys can work out together. But here's something I want you to know. Popular culture tells you, don't go to bed mad. You should never go to bed mad. And many of us think the Bible tells us, don't go to bed mad. But I'd actually like to invite you to look at that scripture and see if it's actually true. Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. So the second part of that verse is what we most remember, right? And we think like it's marriage advice that we should take. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. But let's look at Psalm 4.4. It says, Don't sin by letting anger gain control over you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. That is packed right there, right? Don't sin by letting anger gain control over you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Have you ever heard that before? Are you grabbing your Bible right now to fact check me? (laughs) Go ahead. You totally should. That's from the New International Version. And there are other different versions of this, obviously, for the different versions of the Bible. But the overall thought is the same. It's permission to sleep on it, literally or figuratively, right? Sometimes it might mean going to bed at night. Other times it might just be letting it lie during the day. This gives new meaning to that old marriage advice that is outdated. Sleep on it if you need to. Take a break. Now, this is not an invitation to sweep the issue under the rug, right? It's not saying, well, maybe if we just sweep it under the rug, it'll go away. It's just saying that if the argument is going nowhere or if we are hurting each other with our words, it might be better to table it. Because perhaps if we will sleep on it, we will wake up with fresh eyes and see the issue from a new perspective or at least be able to represent ourselves without hurting the other person. This is a marriage-saving principle. Can you think of how many fights have dragged on because people thought they had to solve the issue right at that moment? And here's another bit of evidence for that tactic. Research shows that men typically need more time than women to process their feelings. Now, that's not always the case, but usually, and I do definitely have clients where that's flipped, where the wife needs the time to process her feelings. So just knowing what that is like in your family, in your relationship, here's something else about men. They tend to process internally. Women tend to process externally. So This also creates conflict because he needs to go within his brain and process it and you might need to talk it out, right? So it's just different ways of of working. And again, you and your husband could be flipped on that one as well. But so just think about like when you have an argument, your husband might say he doesn't want to talk about it anymore. And this is because he needs time to think about how he feels and because he doesn't want to let hurtful things fly out of his mouth at you in the heat of the moment. It's understandable, right? And I know that can feel really difficult 
because we generally prefer to process things externally by talking and we find it really hard to let the argument go unresolved, right? Like we will literally be worried about the state of our marriage. That's part of the wiring of our female brains, right? So what we can do is come up with an agreement with our husband for when these times occur. So if the issue can't be resolved in the moment it arises without hurting each other, we can agree to table the topic for another time. Remember, like I said, like we can say we'll come back in an hour, we'll come back in a day. The The benefit of doing this is that it reassures each other that we are committed to the relationship, right? So this is really important. And now, like I said earlier, this, this is not an invitation to sweep it under the rug, but it's going to help you resolve the issue more peacefully. And I want to let you know that this concept is from Shanti Feldhahn's book, Surprising Secrets of Highly Happy Couples. I love reading and learning from this author because her advice really works and she uses research to back up her claims. So these things that I'm sharing with you have been researched and couples actually do them. And when I say research, like by actual real couples who do these things in practice and say that it brings more peace and less fighting into their relationship. And so if you would like to learn more about this, it's a really good book. It's just a small little book, The Surprising Secrets of Highly Happy Couples. So I would recommend you pick that if you pick up that book, if it sounds of interest to you. And I just want to say, fighting, you know, like these conversations that we're having with our husbands, especially when they evolve into a fight, we each kind of act like the other person is the enemy. And it's just really not the case. And I just wonder if I could invite you to look at disagreements and conflict as a potential point of connection and ask yourself, if what I want is a peaceful, happy relationship, how can we resolve this issue peacefully, calmly? How can we use this issue to create more connection in our relationship? It's really an opportunity. I'm not just saying that. When we believe so differently on something or think so differently on something, and we take the time to hear what our partner thinks about it, we're learning to know them better. We're getting to know them better. And so I just would love to offer you that mindset shift that that disagreements with our spouse, they don't have to turn into big blow up ugly fights and they can actually be a point of connection and bonding. So I hope that this episode has given you some new insight and hope. And if you've been struggling with trying to stop fighting with your spouse, you can breathe a sigh of relief and try a new tactic next time, right? We've got three new things that we talked about today. So I do realize that this is easier said than done. And we talked about the fact that you might need to practice it a little bit. And so I do just want to encourage you, just keep practicing. You will get better. But if you would like to work on this with a coach, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation where you will get to experience what it's like to have the full attention of an experienced life coach listening to you in a non-judgmental, compassionate setting. We will take a look at where you are in your relationship, where you want to be, and we'll come up with a plan to get you there. Just this conversation alone is going to bring you relief from the challenges that you are currently facing. 
So remember to download my free marriage communication masterclass and don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. All right. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.